Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy drip. We had a very Darrison. Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's go to the heavy pet. Hello. Record. 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 Charge. Welcome back to part two. It's just, it's just episode thirty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. How was your guys' week? Um, it's been a week for us. Oh my god, it's been so long. Haven't heard this annoying voice in crazy so how long. Time, crazy how time works. Um, okay, so in my world, it is... Mm-hmm. In my world, it's August 31st, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh-huh. fall. Um, uh-huh. Not to be the most annoying fucking millennial-ass bitch in the world. Do it. But, like, I went to TJ Maxx and bought a fall candle Yes. I was. It's been consumed now. I drank a little like pumpkin caramel um, sugar-free syrup in my latte. Um, Anyways. Fitzbo Queen. Fuck off. (laughs) The brand is Skinny Syrup, and I almost killed myself when I read that. I'm like, I can't. Have you seen um, Skinny Girl... Like margarita, skinny girl wine. Yeah, it's I like hate one of the, it. It's like one of the housewives brands. Yeah, I saw that uh, during while well, you know while I worked for Pepsi. Right. Um. I I saw skinny girl margarita, and I'm like, how is this still a like? How is this still around? One of my favorite. How have they not like rebranded? Oh, hey, there was this. It's like skinny girl margarita with only like 40 calories per serving, and it's like. Yeah, like that's not really the mood in 2021, y'all. Like, okay, there was this brand of protein bars called Think mm-hmm. Thin that my yep. friend used to like live off of. Hi, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Skinny legend. And I vividly remember when they rebranded to just think. And Clary said, I'm out. I was like, oh, yeah, no thoughts. <laughs> you guys lost me. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, it was interesting. What? The moment in our culture, I'm going to say this was like 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. like the like skinny legend thing. It was interesting that that like took a, such a hold of of us. One, because like for the obvious reasons of like what? But two, that it like literally like like half the time, at least it literally wasn't even about like any like physical attribute. <laughs> That's a great you know, point. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be like. Oh, like, look at the shirt I got at, like, Nordstrom. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, Skinny King. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's an extra large, but sure. Like, <laughs> Literally. I'm like, do you like my new yeah. couch? It's like, wow, Skinny Legend. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> skinny is a mindset. Um, Okay. I- Which is also, like, a problematic sentence. <laughs> Let's talk about... Guys, we're still in very hot water because... If you haven't realized, we've simply just kept recording from last week's episode. Let's talk about language really quick before I tell you about yeah. the rest of how my day has been. How me it's just my, sounds coming out of our mouths. Me and my coworker were talking. About the Lord. Well, that, but also about just like, I said, wouldn't it be crazy if George Washington was here to listen to us right now? Like if you just pulled him out of his grave and plopped him into a Buffalo exchange, listening to me being like, <laughs> period sis oh my god party purr like why do i talk like that i'm like period party purr ew what is wrong with me Um, well it's the same way that if we were dropped into the revolutionary war i would pick up a musket and start shooting (laughs) no you no girl we would be in our skims we'd be by the fire (laughs) 
we've been over what we'd be doing during the, oh, the Revolutionary War. War is cozy. It is warm. We're by the fire. It's always winter. Nick, you're my mom in the in the Revolutionary War. You're my mother, uh-huh. like like churning the soup, and I'm staring out the window, being like, "When will Frederick return from war?" Just Wait, like so am I beautiful. like am I like your older mother, and you're already married? No, I'm like a teen. I'm like a teen writing in my diary. And you're my like. You're, so you're like a, a Loki child bride, and you're. No, we're not married. He's just my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, okay, Frederick, your child lover. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> exactly. And you're like um, Elizabeth, my loving mother. <laughs> Give me a name. Give me a name, please. Clarencia. Fuck you. <laughs> Elizabeth and Clarencia. God. Oh, oh my god. I'm Great. just like we wearing do, a bonnet. We should, can we do a Revolutionary War themed photo shoot? Absolutely. God, that'd be Will so Will you wear funny. a dress and pose as my mother in this? Of course I would. Yes! And I'll have like a and I'm gonna like look like I got a BBL. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a beach ball in my ass. <laughs> Revolutionary like, War BBL. Oh my god. Oh, did I tell you did I tell you uh my when my mom visited last week? She got um, a BBL for her birthday. <laughs> Could you imagine anything more horrifying? <gasps> Why would you say that? Um, um, when my mom was in LA last week for her for her birthday, uh, we went and saw Hamilton. Did I tell you that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Hamilton, and I I've never seen it before. I've listened to the soundtrack once, mm-hmm. um, five years ago, while driving from Eugene uh, down to Chapman, uh, and I remember listening to the soundtrack and being like, "This is really good. Mm-hmm. This is like." exceptional writing and and then it and then <laughs> i remember i forgot about this until the show was entering its last like 15 10 minutes i was like oh this is really sad that show ends on like a downer of a note i have no idea what it's about i okay. didn't it's about listen Hamilton. To oh really this really? is he the one who invented the light bulb mm-hmm mm-hmm Oh. And the Tesla. Oh my god, really cool. Does he go to space in the end? <laughs> it's like Greece. <laughs> no, yeah, so I saw Hamilton and uh yeah, obviously it's like the like the most mainstream musical at the moment and for the past 5 years, but it was excellent and um and Simon Longnight was in it. Yay, so, Simon. It's crazy. And my mom could not get over the fact that like she like knew him. Oh, she's like I help, she's like I helped him at the career center and he was so kind, so polite. And Simon is a very kind and polite person, let me be clear. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, girl, like you helped him in the career center. He slid like, into my time. DMs many times in high school. In 2013. I really missed my shot there. You truly did. Ha. You I was about to be like, you could still slide back. And I'm like, oh wait, no, that you're I'm committed. Anyways. But yeah, I te- I texted him uh and yeah, he did a great job. And he was like a fucking lead. It was crazy. It was bananas. Good for him. Yeah. That's all I had to say about Hamilton. But why did I even bring that up? Anyways. Yeah. Claire? Yeah. So anyway, um, I finally got a dresser today. <laughs> Yay, Claire! Some of us are in touring Broadway productions. Some of us didn't have Some a Some of dresser. us are on Facebook Marketplace. Um, he's in hamilton i'm in facebook marketplace we are not the same we are different literally do you want to know how it finally happened 
you're in his DMs. I'm at the worst point in my life. <laughs> Literally. So if you didn't know, Ooh. I don't think, I don't think the people know. Back in April, March. No, no, no. April, March. One of the two. Who gives a fuck? Um, I, it was April. No, it was March. Shut up, Claray. Sweet Jesus. I had this dresser that I had bought off of Facebook Marketplace. I got it in Corvallis, like June of 2020. I drove there, made my dad follow me in his fucking work truck so we could put it in the truck. We get there. I immediately knew it was a piece of shit, but I made my fucking dad drive to Corvallis. So I gave the woman $125 and I said, have a good day. What did you, what did you immediately know about it that made it bad? It was just like, it was very old. So the drawers didn't Mm. work very well. And I quickly noticed it had like an old smell to it. It kind of smelled like old cigars almost. It was just kind of icky. Yeah. So all my clothes would get like kind of weird smelling from sitting in it. And I was like, why can't I win ever? (laughs) So then I had that for like a year. (laughs) Because you are the main character. (laughs) And then I had this brilliant idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, also, I'd had a dresser before that that I set in my, like, hallway of my apartment Mm -hmm. that then lived there for a year. I finally got rid of it. I gave it to someone on Instagram, and I was, like, determined to get a new dresser. But I was like, this time I'm not going to make that same mistake. This time I'm going to get rid of my dresser, like, the day before I go get the new one Mm -hmm. so that there's not, like, weird furniture just lying around. Understood. So I get rid of this dresser. I make a hundred bucks. Depart for Ikea where this. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was early April. F- fuck me up. It was early April okay. because I was like, oh, Nick's never contacting me. It's the podcast is no more. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's time to start my YouTube channel. And I recorded mm-hmm. the saddest vlog. <laughs> my goal all along. I recorded the saddest vlog of all time oh. that never saw the light of day. Because I was just sad and I can't. But join our Patreon if you're interested. <laughs> it's deleted. Don't worry. Yeah. All footage is gone. Um, <laughs> anyway. This, the saddest Ikea vlog. That would go right? viral. Fuck, I missed my mark. You just sobbing in an Ikea. No, it was literally so sad. Anyway, <laughs> I went to Ikea and they were sold out of literally everything. There was not a dresser in that store. They had like one like kids dresser and i was like okay cool so then i found an employee and i was like can i have this dresser at some point and she was like yeah we have no idea when the fuck these are getting restocked have a good day yep and i said that's unfortunate and then i bought four uh medium home depot moving boxes and laid them out on my floor and put my clothes in that and they sat there for five months now in the meantime i've had some some Facebook marketplace messages that I was too late to the game on. Didn't mm. snatch up that dresser fast enough. Mm-hmm. Didn't bite quick. No, enough. I didn't want to go back to Ikea. It was, it's been a lot. Never. It's been a lot. I can't imagine not to <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I realize how this sounds. Yeah. Like having to drive two hours for Ikea and then being like, it's and then <laughs> what you need isn't there. Nick, I, w- oh, I drove two hours and I was like, yeah. I have not a dresser nor a podcast. <laughs> um, should I keep living? I was like, clap if you think I should suffer. And all of Ikea clapped and cheered and hooted and hollered. 
Anyway, I'm so brave for not K-wording. We all are. Period. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of you all for listening. For, um, for listening. Oh, I'm not. Lord. You could be doing better things at the time. It has now gotten down to the point where me and Ryan's lease ends in 27 days. And mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to stay here. I don't know if we're going to move. I don't know what's happening. So I was like, well, should I get a dress or should I wait? Turn into a whole thing. Yesterday, I was at work. My friend was there and I rang her up and she's moving to Portland. And I was like, oh, like, are you getting rid of any furniture? And yeah. she was like, oh, I've like pretty much gotten rid of all of mine. But my girlfriend has a dresser she's getting rid of. And I said, say more. And then she sent mm-hmm. me a picture of it on Instagram. And I said, please. What did I say last week about joint lesbian Instagram accounts? It's not a joint account, though. I know. But like emotionally, that was very that had like very big, like joint lesbian. Instagram well, big shout out to Abby and Fiona because they rolled up in that U-Haul today and dropped me off my beautiful new dresser. And now my clothes aren't on the floor. Everybody, let's hear it for Fiona and Abby. Woo! Fiona and Abby are my lesbian dream goals the degree to which i want to be a lesbian just cut out men from my life you have my number um so that's the vibe today honestly it's this is my all-time favorite time of the year it's right before my mental health takes a fucking nosedive and the seasonal depression kicks in it's like the change of seasons it's still light outside in the evening it's warm enough. Clary's like, you know when the roller coaster's at the very top right before it dies? I'm like, oh, you thought this was bad? Just give it a month. Um, oh, God. I mean, we've all experienced late summer, early autumn. I'm not going to describe it for you, except I am. I love when it's cold enough to wear a sweater, mm-hmm. but warm enough to wear a skirt. I mm-hmm. love when you can still dine outside. Mm-hmm. I love, I-, I love this time of year when it's like, cozy but like the heating bill isn't like outrageous and when i don't like want to die all day i just just truly an immaculate time of year and i'm soaking up every yeah i i wish i had been more grateful when i was younger that my birthday is like right around this time i understand why you don't like your birth why you didn't it is a weird but i didn't like my birthday because it was like oh well time for school yeah but no, it is it's a it is a lovely time of year that now that I um have no structure to my life and am a capitalist clog. I referred to myself as a foot soldier of capitalism the other day at work and I was like, I am a comedic genius. Everyone clear out of the safe way. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my god, do you want to hear something really funny? Yeah. Uh, so Then I want you to tell me about Hazel visiting. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so the other yeah. day because if you've been keeping up, I don't drink anymore, really. I had my first drink. Sober, <laughs> sober, sober legend. Queen. I had my first drink yes. in a month um, on Friday, and I took three sips of it, and then I gave it away. What was it? It was a cider. Oh, okay. We went to a brewery, and so I was like, I kind of have to drink. Yes. I can't be like, do you have anything non-alcoholic here? Yeah. But I was like... Me ordering, a, me ordering a Sprite everywhere I go. Whatever. I mean, I'm not at risk of seizure. I was just like... <laughs> Oh, I don't have to. Okay. And I felt fine. Anyway, I... That's nice. Then, a couple days later, I think it was the next day, it was my friend's birthday, and so we went out for that um, 
We went to the bowling alley that serves alcohol in Eugene, Lane 25. Where's that? It's by Putters. There's like three bowling alleys really? in one little strip mall. It's absurd. Anyway, uh, me and all my sober friends <laughs> were hanging out. <laughs> That's not true. They were having ciders. They were, they were drinking. What am I fucking saying? I went They're alcoholics. to go get myself. They need help, Claire. All I wanted was a Diet Coke. I fucking love Diet Coke. I love Coke Zero. I, it's Coke Zero? Like, Coke Zero is superior. I went to the bar to go get my Diet Coke, and I was, like, literally the only one in the building. And the guy was like, oh, like, we only have Pepsi. Is that okay? And I literally, laughed. I was like, um, do you have any other diet soda? And he was like, no, that's all we have. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, sure, I guess. And then he gave me that, and I was like, and I was like, okay, thank you, whatever. And then I handed him my card, and he was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, are you sure? And he was like, I mean, yeah, it's just one soda. And like, there was all that disappointment. And I was like, great. So I'm just going to be disappointed at every bar and restaurant I go to, and maybe they'll comp my food and beverage. Like low-key, yeah. We had a good little rapport going, and then I thanked him for supporting my sobriety and then walked away. That's what a bartender loves to hear. But yeah, I did see Hazel yesterday. The interaction went a little something like this. Hey, I'm Nick's roommate. I'm sorry, what? Hi, I'm Nick's roommate. Oh my God, hi, I slept in your bed. <laughs> then what? <laughs> Every day I ask myself why the fuck I'm like this. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to say? I was like, like, how are you? I mean, we chatted for a second. Yeah, yeah. Was Drew there? No. Okay. Is he in Eugene? Yeah, they're on a road trip up to Portland right now. And he didn't fucking Drew, Andrew <laughs> David Patterson. Sorry, you he can't know, hear you. You know, if you're ever in Eugene, I told you, and you're in Eugene, and you didn't and get you're me in a ring. Eugene. <laughs> you're in Eugene, and you didn't get me all ring a ring. God fucking damn it. Are you watching any? I'm just asking as a friend. Are you watching anything right now? No. Interesting. No. Cool. I watched one episode of Love Island, and I said that's enough of that for me. And that's enough of that vibes. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I've been having trouble keeping my attention with TV shows, honestly. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I just, I feel like I come home from work and I'm so exhausted. Yeah. I mean, sometimes TV can feel like a chore almost, especially if not. Oh, wow. I, I'm always so, I'm like, God, I just sound like an asshole. It's like, especially for me, but no, like I actually do feel a lot of pressure partly from myself partly just from like external things yeah to like watch everything oh my god like i feel the pressure because i'm like i need to be like for the field i want to go into tv i need to like have my finger on the pulse and like be watching like what's hot and what's current yeah. and like be able to speak to it but it's like there's so fucking much it's, it's just like, so I'm, like saturated. how am i how am i supposed to and, like, that's, like, what a lovely problem to have. It's, like, too much good TV to watch. But mm -hmm. I'm, like, how am I supposed to catch up on Handmaid's Tale and The Crown? And I have to – I still need to watch Shit's Creek. And I'm watching American Horror Story. And now American Crime Story is coming. And, like, like I, it's so much TV. And it's, like – and Ted Lasso apparently is, like, the best show ever made. Everyone's talking about that. I heard. Like, holy shit. Well, I feel like – okay, I had this sensation the last couple days. It's been mm -hmm. very busy at my place of employment. I got in the car after work and driving home, I had the same sensation after like a big fat bong rip. I felt 
so stoned and like mm-hmm. out of my head and like everything yeah. was like like I I, I know felt I know I, hot. I yeah yeah and I know it you didn't mean. wear off it just kind of lasted for another like hour or two yeah. it was so bizarre but it's, not, but it's not the pleasant high no it wasn't it was just like I felt it's not unpleasant either but it's like no. whoa like why am I because it wasn't exactly um, dissociating it was mm-hmm. something different. It was like my yeah. body was in like sleep mode almost, but I was still mm-hmm. like. I know what you mean. I've had I've had you've that been before. high. You understand what the feelings like. I, Claray, I've never, <laughs> um, but I have. I know I have had that experience, and it it is like I've had that happen to me when I'm very very exhausted. Yeah. And so it feels like sometimes I just need to come home and like watch thirty second TikToks instead yeah. of thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I like I came home from work today and I laid on my bed and I just and I had my I had my oil diffuser going and I was just looking at my plants and I was just laying on my bed like looking at my plants for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's okay. I it's was okay to so productive today. Can I just Can say? we uh, can we normalize? Like No. It's a, it, doing nothing is like so okay. Okay, doing nothing is also incredibly hard. I'm running into and an issue. And it is one of the hardest things in the world, especially in the world in which we live. Like, yeah. No, it, yeah, because it's, you feel like you're doing something wrong if you're not doing something. Okay, I spent, today's my day off. I spent mm-hmm. all fucking day cleaning, mm. decluttering, reorganizing. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm setting up my dresser i reorganized my kitchen i went to goodwill and like i feel great but i'm like would i have felt better had i done nothing all day who knows but probably not you probably would have been like no, oh, God, i'm like such shit. like an unproductive piece of shit and it's like and not both to, like, are both are okay but now currently yes i'm recording a podcast with you i don't know if you know um <laughs> but all i can think about is i need to go on a run if I don't go on a run, I'm a lazy piece of shit. And I'm like, girl, you oh. did a lot today. Let's calm down. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up because I got to go on a run. Um, so things I hate. Yes, 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 yes. Us? I think it's your turn, right? Is it my turn? I think yeah, so, yeah. We're just going to pick up, if you haven't already heard us say it 5,000 times, we're just picking up where we left off. Yeah. Let's keep talking shit. Yay. Woo. <laughs> so I know this is already like <laughs> kind of dead. Because I feel like arguments on all sides have been made, but I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about the term chuggy. I think I've been living under a rock and or in a coma because this word appeared out of nowhere. I'd let, never heard about it like two weeks ago, I feel like. Okay. Probably so, because I haven't been on TikTok since April. You're good. I'm going to read to you the Wikipedia definition of chuggy. It's an American... <laughs> <laughs> chuggy is an American internet neo neologism i don't know what that word is well let's see what wikipedia says that is neo new neologism is a relatively recent or isolated term okay it just means it's a new word yeah we learn something new every day on the two girls one brain cell podcast with the (laughs) nicholas g curl and claray j smith Anyway, it was coined of in Nicholas G. Curl and Claire J. Smith Photography. .com.edu. at uk.gov. At planetfitness.com. Backslash BBL. Go to braincellgirls.com slash BBL. <laughs> anyway, the term was coined in 2013. It's commonly claimed to have been popularized by Gen Z 
Um, it describes lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s. Okay. It describes lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s. Okay. So, and so millennials. This aesthetic has been described as the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. Um, Do these people not know how like culture works? Well, okay. <laughs> I have a lot to say. I'm sorry. Like this is your, this is your time to complain. So some like chuggy things, examples being like live, laugh, love, minion memes, which I think have mm -hmm. come around to be ironically hysterical and now unironically hysterical. Um, anything that says girl boss. Um, also things that are basic, but you fools, what is basic constantly changes. So now I'm going to get into my fucking dissertation. Was, wasn't girl boss. That feels more recent. No, it was like 2013. Was, was it a 2013 thing? Yeah. Oh, I guess I wasn't, I don't know. So, I was in a coma that year. Like my issue with this is <laughs> people have taken the term chuggy and as we did with gaslight, have just now been using it for literally anything that isn't trendy. Chuggy specifically refers to that late 2010s aesthetic. Let's think about when we were in early high school, like chevron mm -hmm. patterns and infinity scarves, things that are not trendy anymore. Mm -hmm. What, like, I, uh, like Uggs and like yeah, going tights forward, and skirts and whatever? Going yeah. forward, I would like to say, wear whatever you want, do whatever makes you happy. I mm -hmm. don't give a fuck. However, chuggy... <laughs> but I will be judging you. <laughs> chuggy is a negative term for that aesthetic. So, like, people have now bastardized this fucking term and are using it for anything not cool. Something that happened, like, a trend from, like, let's say... So much of my job also involves knowing fashion trends and what is and isn't trendy. And I really mm. want to say this with no hate. If you like these things, I don't, once again, I don't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. Chokers and like off the shoulder tops and like things that were popular in 2016 and 2017. That is not chuggy. That's just not trendy anymore. Okay. So then on the fucking flip side, there was this like second wave on TikTok that <laughs> fucking banned TikTok. First of all, there was a second wave of people being like, why it's fucked up to call things chuggy? Because now we're like women making fun of other women and blah, blah, fucking blah. Quick interjection. Yes. Why do we treat women with kid gloves? They can handle it. What do you mean? Women tearing down other women. Like, I understand like, like... <laughs> sexism and internalized misogyny and like i understand all that maybe that's not what this is you know like let's all now, <laughs> it's do i think the way that our society perpetuates trends in fashion and lifestyle is scary and the fact that like the trends the 20 year trend cycle is rapidly shrinking due to fast fashion and do, do i think that is an issue shrinking meaning infinity scarves are going to come back sooner yeah i mean just okay <laughs> like what's shrinking the trend cycle so basically okay trends are coming back around quicker because fast fashion is putting out more stuff quicker typically a retailer would have like four seasons per year so like four collections in a year and like some high designers like still do that but isn't Zara, it like two a year like tom ford isn't it like fall winter spring summer yeah yeah okay no, but I'm, just, I'm saying like i'm talking I'm like just a dumb man yeah yes yeah 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 
But, but H and M, it's like early spring, Easter. It's fifty two a year. It's it's <laughs> there is new stuff weekly. There's sometimes new stuff twice a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Do I think that we should like critique the way that that is happening? Absolutely. Is that scary? How much waste that is producing? Yes, one thousand percent. And I'm not arguing that we don't talk about that, but this like trendy versus not trendy, like the Gen Z, like hate us for liking infinity scarves thing is just so head up its own ass. I can't even begin to comprehend it. I don't know if anything I just said made any sense. Let me, let me repeat what I think you've said. Okay. In very quick summary. Um, you think that millennials who participated in those trends in 2012, who are now complaining about Gen Z making fun of said trends, mm-hmm. are being ridiculous? Yes. Okay. Do you also think Gen Z is kind of being ridic- the ones making fun of it are being silly? Because it all seems really stupid to me. No, because I oh, think okay. that the trends are dumb. I think that like chuggy fashion is fucking ugly. I think that they're dead trends that I wouldn't wear. I, so I'm saying all that as like, I don't want to say that I'm like. Well, I'm, I guess I'm saying like, it seems weird. It seems weird to make fun of something in 2012 with a 2021 perspective, I guess. Yeah. Like if people are wearing it now, then like. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what they're making fun of. They're making fun oh, okay. of the people okay, who okay, still okay. wear skinny jeans and infinity scarves. Because okay. some people didn't catch on and like... Can you guys guess what I'm going to wear tomorrow? that? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the military wives and the people who like stopped... Going on the internet? <laughs> I guess I'm just saying I don't want to sit here and be like, haha, those untrendy losers. But it's like I'm doing a bad thing too by like continuing this like fucked up fashion trend cycle. Mm. I also can't stand the like oh my God, I can't believe I wore what was trendy at the time now that that's not trendy anymore. Like, shut up. Like, you know, you're going to be Whatever. doing that. You're going to do that in five years when like these like psychedelic patterns are out of trend. Exactly. It's the, or it's the like, lack the, the, of... Like sweater vests or whatever. It's the which lack I, which of Which I think are ugly currently, but yeah. It's the yeah. lack of self-awareness. You can enjoy what's happening at the moment, but just know it's going to be stupid eventually, right? And that's okay. And like, it's okay. It's like, whatever. Like, but at the end of the like, day, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care at all. <laughs> and it's the fact that this, like, <laughs> I just like got so turned, like turned in on itself that it didn't even make any sense anymore. And now I'm seeing videos on TikTok being like, my predictions for what's going to be chuggy in the future. And I'm like, you're predicting that the current trends will no longer be trendy. Fucking groundbreaking. Fucking groundbreaking. I'm just like, shut up. Just please shut up. That's crazy. Okay. So glad I learned what that word meant, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. Does that make more sense to you? I mean, I understand it. It still doesn't make any sense, but at least I know what's happening. Uh (laughs) Cool. Oh my God. It's just the yeah the whole like <laughs> I know you have strong feelings about this <laughs> yeah the whole uh the whole fucking uh this like weird online fake like battle between Gen Z, Gen Z and millennials I'm like not to not just not not to sound like a Tumblr post 
I can't. Th- I I can think of few things that are more a social construct than generations. Like it is yep. made. It is made up. I was born in '96. I have no idea which one I technically belong to. Some some <laughs> some things say that I'm a millennial. Some things say that I'm Gen Z. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I guess I cherry pick some stuff from both. <laughs> like <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like what are you talking about? Did no, you see I the know. fucking TikTok that was like? The musical battle between Gen Z yeah, and Yeah, the thing that was like, yes. if you thought this was funny, you're a millennial. Ooh. No, but, okay. Ooh. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, but like. <laughs> yeah, I hate that fucking word. What's Chuky? next on your list? Yeah, it's just also like such a gross Also, where did that word. come from? Anyways. Okay, next, next on my list. Um... So the two things that I have here, people who are incapable of considering they're incorrect. Uh-huh. And just because something makes you feel bad doesn't mean the thing that made you feel bad is bad. I feel like those are kind of the same thing. Actually. No, I agree. It's I think what yeah. I'm hearing is a lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess at a basic level. Talk to me, Nick. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess at a basic level, self-awareness does, uh, or lack thereof, does really piss me off. Because I feel like I've spent most of my life um, working on that. Working on being more self-aware? Yes, entirely. I personally would like to be less self-aware, honestly. (laughs) If I could have head empty for, like, 45 minutes, honestly... Do you mm-hmm. ever just wish you could like go about life and be a little less self-aware just like for a day? Just like kind of do-do-do-do for, for like for a day. I mean, I have done that. Congratulations. Don't know what that's like. I mean, I've done that in the sense of like, uh, I mean, I, I, it, does, it never has felt like a positive thing. It's just like I, I get to the end of the day and I'm like, what, what happened today? Like, Jesus, Hmm. like, I feel like I was a zombie walking through life. Like, it's awful. I mean, no, I mean, like, that's, that's a, (laughs) it's a symptom of depression. (laughs) Yeah, that just sounds like a clinically diagnosable. Clary's like, yeah, I don't know about that. No, but so, I mean, yes, I have had that. It's not pleasant. I do understand what you mean, though. Um, But no, I mean, I I think I've really worked on trying to be more self-aware in the sense of, like, trying to, like, understand my behavior and understand why i am the way that i am or like why i feel the way that i do about certain things or like what like because once i once i understand like the root of something for for me like where like where where exactly is this stemming from like where's the the exact origin point mm-hmm. once once i know that the like everything that has branched from that point loses a lot of its like power over me and hold over me because i'm like oh it's because of this it doesn't go away entirely or like stopping a problem but it really does like lessen yeah it's it's power no i agree completely so yeah lack of self-awareness not super great um in a very like kind of surface level sense uh as i said to you in a voice memo (laughs) the other day i was at a grocery store this weekend oh my god i was at a grocery store mad thank you good it should um (laughs) i was at a grocery store this weekend and i was unfortunately using their bathroom um and it's a single it's a it was a single use bathroom thank god and it's disposable 
Yes, I threw it away afterwards. No, I fire. I prefer like I'm like I like to have my own space. You know, I'm just grocery like, oh, store I can just, bathrooms like, are a lawless land. Grocery stores are a lawless land. I agree. As a Pepsi ambassador, and <laughs> so I'm in the bathroom, and okay, well, quick tangent. <laughs> if <laughs> if the door has like a green thing that says vacant or a red thing that says occupied that changes based on if it's locked or not. No need to turn and pull. No need at all. Because as it indicates, it is occupied. Like, what are you doing? Like people who are like yanking, like violently trying to get the door open. And and like, I'm in there. My voice goes up like five octaves. I'm like, occupado. What do you say when someone yanks on it? I look like a Star Wars character. Look at me. What do you say when someone yanks on the door? <laughs> We're back with that visual comedy, aren't we? Oh, yeah. That. It never left, baby. No, baby. What do you say when someone knocks or yanks on a door and you are using the toilet? I never know what to do. I'm always just like, ah. I've seen some. Th- this was also a question on Ask Reddit sometime in the past few weeks. Nice. Some incredible responses. Um, such as, come in. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. Which, like, honestly, I might start using. Come in. That's hilarious. Oh, that's, yeah, I might as well. Who is it? Mom? O- o- Occupado? I've been waiting. Like, what a what a prime opportunity for comedy. Truly. Responding responding to someone, like, violently trying to see you, like, taking a dump. Like. <laughs> <gasps> uh. So, I'm in the bathroom. I wash my hands i open the door to exit and it's like you know the tiny little hallway from like the grocery store to like the back room and like the restroom is off the side of the hallway and in this grocery store had like some like shelves in this hallway of like clearance items clearance grocery store items are yeah and it's like i would never it's where i do all my grocery shopping is just the clearance rack at safeway and so i open the door it makes it makes a noise of a door opening it's like clear like clearly what does a door opening sound like (sighs) i mean when i open a door they can't doors can't stay away from me um the door opens fuck my hole (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i open the door and this like little lady is standing there like perusing through the grocery store clearance (laughs) shelves having a grand old time and she's fully blocking my ability to get out of here like i'm in the doorway of this bathroom and she is between me and the rest of the world and so then i say i say to her i'm like two feet away from her and I say, oh, Fuck my excu- hole. I say, oh, excuse me. And like, like nothing, nothing like water on a duck's back. Like no, like no acknowledgement that Did I you said. Try Fuck my hole. No, no, no awareness that another person was like in a, like around her at all. Like okay. nothing at all. And I'm like, okay, well, do I say excuse me again? Because I don't have a ton of confidence that that's going to work. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence that that's going to work. So I'm like, all right. I like gauge the distance between her, her back and the wall. And I'm like, okay, I can squeeze through there. It's like, 
a quarter of a skinny legend skinny king like it's a quarter of a second like i can get through here so i'm like okay and i like try to quickly just like sidestep my way behind her and of course the exact moment i do so she decides it's time to stop being a statue and move and so she turns with her hands outstretched like a little t-rex what is wrong with this woman so she turns and then her, her hand finds my entire like like every Cock and every, balls yes like like just <laughs> she, she feel like i'm like am i wearing an athletic cup right now like what is happening so i just got like fucking groped in the grocery store because this lady has no like spatial awareness or self-awareness that someone else might be in the fucking store with you (laughs) is she four feet tall why were her t-rex arms at dick height she was very small okay so she like her hand is now in my genitals and i and then i go oh (laughs) Oh." (laughs) as one does i was like oh excuse me and then like i like book it out of there and I just hear her go, oh. And I'm like, girl, like, you're in a grocery store on a Saturday. What do you think is going to happen? There are Pepsi employees everywhere. Like, So, and now that I am, now that my job is in grocery stores and I'm in grocery stores every day, it's incredible how un, unaware so many people are where it's like, you are in a grocery store with your full cart. And you park it at like a diagonal angle in the aisle so it blocks off anything. And then you stand in front of the fridge trying to decide between like White Claw and Truly or whatever. Holding your phone, holding your phone, Uh texting someone, not doing anything. And it's like, okay, like, do I say, oh, excuse me. And then you move your cart. Do I move the cart? Do I like most of the time I abort the mission and I go back the way I came. Yesterday. Which Which is such bullshit. Fuck that. Like... Like you, you did not private, as I said in my voice memo to Claret, you did not rent out this grocery store for the 20 minutes you're going to be here for your own private use. Like AMC is doing with their theaters. You didn't rent out this Safeway, like move. This is a, this is a space for all. Safeway is a safe space. I had a run in with a woman yesterday at Tijay Max who there were so many unmasked people in Tijay Max. And I was like, what's, what is happening here? Why are you guys not wearing Does Oregon, is Oregon back to mask mandate? Yeah, everything, okay. it's mask indoors. Okay. We were like trying to get around a like, it was like a thing in the middle of the aisle. So we're like trying to get like around Like a pillar? It, essentially. <laughs> like why? Who designed this? Whatever. This woman, she was also like five feet tall, comes fucking barreling through, no mask, had her dog with her. And shoves me and my friend out of the way with her cart, like, to get through us. And we were like, it would be, it would be the anti-maskers cutting you off in the, in the tiche masks who have no social cues or understanding. And like, also just the lack of masks in that store was shocking. Also, random continual rant. The people complaining about having to wear masks are the reason that we have to wear masks. No, I know. It's like, you know what the best mask is? <laughs> a shot in your arm. God almighty. The complete lack of critical thinking. The, the fact that, okay, 
people who believe in conspiracy theories, the reason that they fall into this trap is because they think they've like stumbled upon some secret knowledge mm-hmm. that no one else has. And they're the smart ones. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like 99% of the time, like the simplest answer is the correct one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you're absolutely. not, spe- you're not going to be the special one to get the vaccine and like die or like, be fucking tracked by the cia they don't give a shit about you well actually god funny you say that because so i was at a nordstrom rack and watched the following interaction go down recently okay this couple came in not wearing masks employees told them you need to wear masks and they were like well do you have any and they were like, no, we're not providing them. Like, you need to have them. This is going on for a year and a half. Because it's August 2021, year of the our Lord. woman storms out and the guy stops at the counter before he leaves and exclaims to the fucking world and people just fucking doing their jobs that freedom boring. is the only thing worth dying for. And at- you are in a Nordstrom rack in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Fuck your freedom. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, go die I, in a hole. I have a lot to say about that specifically. He acted as though he was being dragged out of the store as he walks backwards out the door, going, My son has been forced to get his vaccine tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. Do you realize how insane and stupid you sound? You sound like you might as well like put like a fucking big ass like pasta pot over your head and just like bang a hammer on it and run around (laughs) screaming with your pants off. You fucking moron. God, you sound so stupid. Okay, if it's worth dying for, then then go do it. Then go go die. Yeah. (laughs) Like low key. I'm like, then open your mouth. I'm going to cough like Jesus. I'm like, then go walk around a hospital without a mask, get COVID and die. Like if it's so worth dying for, sir. Yeah. Second of all, I know this isn't a hot Also, there are, there are many other things worth dying for than freedom. I know. I was like, okay. We've been doing this for a year and a half. Yeah. I know that I personally, as someone who has been working retail and restaurant jobs during mm-hmm. a pandemic, I'm sick of enforcing mask rules and treating adults like they're children. Also, let Our- me be clear. I hate wearing a mask. I don't like it at all. I want to know. I don't want to wear a mask. I I like, I, I like actively dislike wearing a mask and I'm still, and I'm still going to fucking do it. So I'm, I mean, I'm sick of like treating people like they're children. I'm sick of wearing a mask. I'm sick of listening to people bitch all the time. Aren't you crazy anti-masker ready to die? I'm sick of complaining about anti-maskers too. I'm also sick of, like, this conversation that we're having. It's like, why are we still talking about this? But aren't you sick of going into Safeways and Nordstrom Racks and Buffalo Exchanges and TJ Maxx's? And Pepsi's. And and Pepsi Superstores, Pepsi Power Plants, (laughs) and screaming about your freedom to people making fucking $13 an hour? Aren't you fucking sick of looking like an idiot to people who have no fucking control? I'm sorry, but the Pepsi employee and the Nordstrom Rack employee do not get a say in the mask mandate. Do you not understand how stupid that is? Do you also it's, understand that the the working class people making $13 an hour in like a genuinely difficult job <laughs> that you are making more difficult? Um, one, don't work for the like county health commissioner. 
too. <laughs> like, clearly, because you're in a Nordstrom rack. I'm like, sir, this is the Nordstrom rack. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. I thought this was the I thought this was, like, the office. mayor's office. Like, oh, my God. I thought this was the CDC headquarters. My bad. <laughs> it's like, no, this is Oakway Center in Eugene, Oregon. I'm like, I can't fucking take it anymore. How aren't you? Like, aren't you so tired? Aren't you? So, I'm tired of having the conversation. I'm tired of talking about you. I'm tired of talking to you. Aren't you sick of talking to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Go kill yourself. Like, <laughs> my God. I know a great Douglas fur for you. <sighs> Nick's like, take my hands and I will take you to the spot. Yeah, it's off Lorraine Highway. I'm sure you can find it. Oh, Ryan loves to ride his bike there. It's so pretty out there. I know. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> mems. <laughs> Great place for bike rides and suicide oh. attempts. Mm. Mm. Merch. Mm. Merch idea. Um, it's a bike in a Douglas fur. Um, no, it's just like in that chuggy font where it's like bike rides and suicide. <laughs> So yeah, so I don't like self-aware people. Um, getting back to the more specific thing in my note, um, I really don't, I mean, this, go, this actually does tie into anti-maskers. Your life is going to be miserable if you are incapable of being open to the possibility that you might be wrong about something or that there might be another perspective about something. Like, like you, you literally cannot learn and gain knowledge if you are not willing to have if you're not willing to be challenged. Yes. Like, I actually kind of, like, love when I'm talking to someone and, if I, and I'm having a discussion with someone and we are, we're, like, disagreeing about something. Not, like, you know, like, intensely personal or whatever. But, like, whatever. Like, politics. I don't know. Something like, like that. Like, when I'm saying that I think that gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married and you're like, no, I, I really think we should. Like, I think that's a really fun conversation for us to have. No, I think that's really important for us to have. I mean, more importantly, just to clarify that I do agree with you that gay people should not be allowed to get married. We clearly have not earned it. And I think you can work a little harder. No, but like if I'm having a discussion with someone like, I don't know, about politics, whatever. If we're having a discussion about something and like I have my point of view, they have their point of view and they say something that I've never thought of or it like frames it frames the topic in a way that I've never thought about. And I just have this moment of like, ooh. Well, I've never thought about that. Like, that's like, that's like euphoric. That's so exciting. And as long as you don't go into the conversation, like guns blazing, like I'm correct. Fuck you. I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed to then kind of be like, oh yeah, actually you're right. And I'm going to have to think about that. Like, what are you talking? Like, God, grow up. No flex. <laughs> that's the best part of my relationship is that Ryan and I think and mm. operate very differently. Mm-hmm. And it is not very... to flex. We do fight. <laughs> Guys, Fuck social yeah, media fight. isn't real. It's just nice to not be constantly just like talking to my own reflection. You know, it's I'm having a conversation. It's not just I it, in my daily life, in my home life. I'm not just having someone stroke my ego and be like, oh, hell yeah, babe, you're right. Mm -hmm. Constantly. It's like, well, have you ever thought about this one? And sometimes I'm like, no, I haven't. My brain is too small. And he's like, you should think about it like that. And I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. And that's that's partly what I meant a few episodes ago when I said like, yes. yeah, I, I want whoever I'm with to be smarter than me. Maybe not. Um, and when I say smarter than me, that's what I mean. I mean, I want someone who like thinks about things differently than I do. I want someone who's able to like 
talk about things and articulate their perspective um, and experiences in the world in a way that I haven't quite thought of before. That's so exciting to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's also cool if they're smarter. But. (laughs) (gasps) No, I agree. I mean, I think smartness is measured in different ways. So I think that's like why that question is. Duh, that's so stupid. I think that's one of the reasons that question is so interesting. People would just automatically say, yeah, I'd rather be with someone less smart than me. Because like, what does that even mean? Like smarter than you doesn't necessarily mean like better than you. Yeah. It's like, it's like what, like what metric are we using? Are we using like your SAT score or like, God, I hope my partner has a higher SAT score than me, (laughs) but like, you know what I mean? No, I a hundred percent know what you mean it. Yeah. Um, second part of that, of self-awareness, mm-hmm. um, just because something made you feel bad doesn't make the thing bad itself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a good example of this. I, know, I am too. Me listening to soon. You'll get better by Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm like, did it make me feel sick to my fucking stomach? Yes. Is it a bad piece of music? No. <laughs> This is a this is a bad example, and I'm sure we're going to find better ones. Mm-hmm. But for example, if only you had a smarter husband sitting there. To truly, Dan, come back. Um, Dan is not gay. Let me be clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm smarter than him. <laughs> oh Anyways, so okay. For example, the first time I watched Brokeback Mountain. It, like, ruined me for two days. I felt so unbearably empty and sad. Does that mean the movie was bad and shouldn't exist because it made me feel bad? No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, I think another example is, like, a lot of breakups. Mm-hmm. Like, are breakups a painful experience? I mean, yeah, some of them are obviously bad and abusive, but, like... yes. I feel like I've heard people talk about breakups as, like, this horrible thing when sometimes I'm like, it was a painful experience you had, but that doesn't, well, it wasn't bad. It was, like, it was it was for the best. It was, it was a good thing. You know? Yeah, actually, um, problematic person highlight corner. Uh, like, Louis C.K. has a bit about that in one of his stand-ups after he got divorced, where he's like, yeah, so I got divorced, and then... Some people in the audience are like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, that's that's sad. Yeah. And then he's like, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. That's the best thing to ever. Anytime anyone says that they've gotten divorced, you should be happy for them because. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he's like making some points. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. And I mean, this is I've said this to I've said this to friends before. Like, you don't you don't need a reason, quote unquote, to break up with someone. If you want to break up with them, that is the reason. Yeah. Because you shouldn't date someone that you want to break up with, even if you can't figure out why you want that. Nick be making some good points over here. Damn. Like, that's not, it's, it's not, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to them to be dating someone who wants to break up with them, but just can't find the reason to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's shitty for all around. So I do know, I do know what you mean. That's an interesting, I've never thought of that. That's a very interesting example. Um, I mean, I guess another one in a more general sense is just like, if you watch something or if you're having a conversation with someone or if you're in a group setting or something and someone says something that triggers you in some way because of something that you are going through. Okay. So like, for example, if I'm in like a big old depressive episode 
If I'm mm-hmm. like feeling very sad, if I'm feeling a little Douglas furry, whatever. <laughs> little Douglas, Douglas furry. furry. Oh God. Um, you know, and I'm doing that and I'm, let's say me and a, and a group of friends, me and like six other people. We're out okay. at, we're out at sizzle pie. And this is like getting uh-huh. so specific where I'm like this, I, this, this didn't happen. To okay, be clear. I was going to say, did yeah. this happen? Um, and someone makes a comment, a joke, an observation, says something at all relating to depression or suicide or like anything in that realm of mental health. If someone says like, I'm trying to think of, ha ha ha, I want to kill myself. Yeah. I mean, like not to sound like a total fucking hypocrite, um, but like that's probably like not something that should be joked about um lol i feel like i'm fully entitled to joke about that um i feel like anyone who's like experienced it either like themselves having gone through that or uh someone As close a to them with someone who's experienced it <laughs> so, exactly like well yeah like one of my one of my friends um one of my friend's parents committed suicide when they were a kid they have all the right in the world to make however many jokes they wish to about suicide um but whatever, if someone makes a joke or a comment or whatever, that's like, yeah, like, I'd, I'd rather die. I'd rather be dead. Something mm-hmm. like that or whatever. And, like, I hear that and that triggers me to be like, oh, I do wish I was dead. Like, <laughs> like Eeyore. Like, <laughs> you know, like, if something, like, triggers me like yeah. that and that doesn't. Okay, so let's, like, say, like, Claret, you're the one who said that. Unless Claret, like knows that I'm like going through that it's really unfair for me to like hold her to the expectation that she needs to like censor and think about how she's talking about everything in every situation because uh, like where like where's the line Nick I have a question what what are your thoughts on trigger warnings I don't have like a rule <laughs> like I don't have like a really set thing like I guess it's like somewhat flexible it for me it's like kind of intuitive like i know i've put trigger warnings for our episodes in the show description if we're talking about like eating disorder stuff i know i put it (laughs) i know Ah. i put i know i put a trigger warning i put a trigger warning uh at the beginning of episode 12 and i just said like hey we're gonna be talking about suicide in kind of like a casual way (laughs) um and so, I mean, okay, so I did I did that because I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want, like, someone who's, like, really going through it right now who might be, like, turning to the podcast as, like, an escape mm-hmm. to then be like, oh, I want to hear, like, the intimate details of Nick's mental health crisis. Um, like, that's what, like, when it feels appropriate and it's, like, reasonable and it, like, um, and yeah, I mean, there there are some things where I I feel like it is, like, I think sexual assault usually deserves some type of trigger content warning if it is not clear prior to that point that that is where the conversation or topic will be going you know like yeah i'm not going to go to a ted talk titled depression the secret we all share and get mad that there wasn't a trigger warning for suicide okay yeah you know what i mean if no, I, I do know what you mean. If I go to uh if I, I go just, to, if I go to a separate TED Talk that weekend, <laughs> if I go to a different uh, TED Talk called um 
and it's like the title of the talk is something more like abstract and vague like um seeds of doubt finding confidence within our own experiences whatever the fuck that is did you go to this or did you make that up? i literally made that up on the spot oh my god i want to go if we (laughs) seeds of doubt learning from our past experiences is that what i said anyways so like if i go to a talk like that and they're and like part of that talk is going to like graphically describe sexual assault then like yeah put a trigger warning because i have no idea it's going to go there Mm -hmm. um yeah that's another reason not to rehash some five-year-old uh internet drama that's the reason i thought the controversy around 13 reasons why that first season was actually really stupid because you know that the show is about a girl who kills herself the book has been out for years. You know the show is about that. The show is rated TVMA. It's not meant for anyone under 17 to watch. The show puts trigger warnings before every single episode saying, hey, we're going to show some fucked up shit, all right? So, like... Yeah, no, I agree. You, you, you cannot get mad at the show for, like, telling the story that it said it was going to tell based on the book that already exists. Like, I guess you can argue about, like, the merits of, like, did they, like uh how like did they depict it appropri- appropriately or in the mm-hmm. best way like we can talk about that but in terms of like it existing i have so i have like a massive issue with like demanding that not to die on the 13 reasons why hill no i think it's but, i like, agree not to like but like that's i'm just using that show as an example i actually thought the first season was pretty good but <laughs> just using that show as an example like I do not like the idea that art has to censor itself to make sure everyone feels good when they watch it or consume it in whatever way. Um, And I think there are reasonable times to warn people just like with an epilepsy warning. Like that's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on trigger warnings. Okay. No, I agree. I just, I feel like I've seen a lot of discourse on especially TikTok because everyone's fucking sensitive as hell on TikTok. Someone will attack someone for not using a trigger warning. And then the original creator will come back and be like, I'm not responsible for your triggers. Like in the real world, which TikTok kind of is, I will say it's. It's the internet. It's an app. It, it's like, not. I mean, I guess unless you're only looking at the people you follow, it is it is the rest of the world. Like yeah. it is everyone. It is it is your explore page. And you can't expect that when you go out down the street and onto the for you page that you're not going to see something triggering mm-hmm. to your experiences. And so additionally with, cause like, so like I do have like, <laughs> I have like some, not a lot, but I have a few like actual, like kind of legitimate triggers. Um, Should for I know myself. what they are? What I mean, you probably do, but um, Clarice, like head empty, but Fuck. so like I have a few triggers, and I would literally never exp- like, I'm like, yeah, like I might run into it, and the way like the way you deal with triggers is not by demanding that the world acclimate and uh conform to your own personal needs. You need to like work through that. And, like, understand how to respond in a healthier way to your triggers. Like, it's really kind of that simple. Well, I mean, my thought, I, I don't have any, like, specific triggers. I've had things that, like, triggered memories before. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, the same 
fucking pine tree reminds me every time. But do you know what I mean? Um, For you, it's a pine tree. Yeah. <laughs> Your Douglas fir is my pine. Um, You're the pine to my Douglas. Aw. <laughs> but I guess when I experienced that, it was like, how can I work on this experience so that next time I see a pine tree or a something else triggering <laughs> or a dead body <laughs> I don't get triggered it's not how yeah. can I avoid all pine trees you know it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week about the fear hierarchy yes so now I'm gonna go deep throat a snake <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that is probably the worst possible fucking thing I could think of. That's your that's your hundred. Like swallowing a snake? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be atrocious. Trigger, oh my god, I'm, just, I'm oh my god, oh my god. Why did you why did you like speak that into existence? I don't know. Ugh. Oh my god. Aye, aye, aye. I need a minute. Okay, I'm better now. Like I can't ex- like I can't expect every mention of neo Nazi. Like the term, like literally the term neo-Nazi. Yeah. I can't expect like that to be preceded by a trigger warning every time because that's ridiculous. That's insanity. Yeah. And I would be incredibly selfish and narcissistic and self-absorbed and unaware if I genuinely thought that was a reasonable expectation. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about infographics and wrap please, this shit please, up? Please, please go. Yeah. Infographics and the way that they have clogged up instagram let's define infographic for our fellow boomers yeah (laughs) nick you do it i was like oh clary should explain it and clary said you do it and i was like yeah okay (laughs) you know your place so infographics okay for example once again we're we're re-entering hot waters the most recent conflicts between israel and palestine you may have seen infographics which are carousel posts on Instagram. Carousel meaning like multiple slides and photos. So like 10 graphics made in the graphic design website Canva. My favorite. And they all have this certain energy to them in this certain tone of, of wealthy white girl who... Um, like hyper woke hyper woke wealthy white girl who like double majored in poli sci and like and good for her she's the girl boss and like fucking um communication and like african-american studies or whatever like she double majored in that and then now she thinks she's the expert on everything and is like i'm going to distill 100 years of conflict between (laughs) (laughs) two groups who in some way symbolize two of the world's major religions (laughs) into a 10 photo instagram carousel post it's like what's happening with israel and palestine and then you slide over and it's like israel became a state in 1948 after world war like you know like (laughs) and it's like a history lesson and then like the things preceding this conflict and then, and then like, like what you can do what you can do like where to donate. donate respectfully i don't go to instagram to, to volunteer for humanitarian disasters i go to other websites for that <laughs> Sorry. i feel like i noticed infographics like blowing up around last year start of the pandemic and then like yeah. 
biking with all of the Black Lives Matter movement kicking up last May, June. And at first, it's like, wow, this is so helpful. I, I think social media, especially for like anyone with some following, is a great way to like engage your audience. Yes. And learn. And like very like easily digestible. Yeah. Easy to understand. Yeah. So it's also a really great way to virtue signal and cover your ass and make yourself look like you care about something and look like you want to share the news with your followers because it's really fucking easy to share these infographics. So if you're anything like me, you go through Instagram. You Baby girl, your, no one's you like you. Stupid fucking stories about not having a dresser and whatever. And you click through. Maybe last July you were reading all the infographics on people's stories. Today, are you really reading the infographics that are shared? I think you have a responsibility if you have a big following. But if you have 500 followers, Nick, and they are all from <laughs> 490. Your college and high school and some that listen to your podcast. Go follow me at Nick Curl. Do you think that they're going to your Instagram for political, social, global conflict issue information? Once again. For local causes, I think that there is more to be said. The inflated sense of ego and lack of self-awareness to think that me sharing this infographic on my story to my 490 followers at Nick Curl is going to be, is like literally going to do anything other than like literally, yeah. Other than virtue signal, which I don't feel the need to because for like, for the most part, like the people who follow me, like know me yeah, and I use Instagram as a way of like, sharing things with my friends like yeah. that's mainly the th- that's mainly how i use it things from you my life share reductress articles with and, me yeah and my close friend story that's all i do on instagram and my fr- like my my friends um i have nothing to prove to them in terms of like my commitment to social justice or whatever exactly and, and i find that my time and energy is used so much better for these causes, not with a digital device, actually. <laughs> no, I, I agree completely. So, like, okay, so, like, I, I saw, like, yesterday, I saw uh, Tiffany sharing things on her story about the hurricane in New Orleans mm-hmm. and also about someone who's missing in the Bronx currently. Um, okay, well, she has a platform. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like, Homegirl has over like 50,000 Instagram followers. She could absolutely be making some type of impact or difference right now. So, yeah, I, I would expect that. And like the same with Lindsay. Like, yeah. Yeah, like- yeah absolutely. <laughs> I agree. And it's, I feel like I, especially last year, was sharing tons of infographics. And then I was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm sharing infographics that to make my yourself feel better. Who also went to my high school and swims in my circle shared. I'm like, we're just sharing this in a little circle of white people. I this isn't like helping anything. And then there also becomes this like second wave of like circle I, of white people. It's like <laughs> a new nightmare from Jordan Peele <laughs> for like using Instagram for anything other than sharing infographics. And I'm like, this is just not. And then it turns into a like, 
woke jerk circle jerk yep. my white woke circle jerk <laughs> of trying to like prove who's the wokest with how many fucking infographics you can share and it's just i am not gonna solve the israeli-palestine conflict with ever an <laughs> one day but it's not gonna be because of the infographics i shared that's all i gotta say gotta go bye i think i have the okay contenders for tweet of the year once again a phenomenal day to be on twitter january 6 2021 is it yeah i knew what it was i knew what it was so this for for those of you who can't see my phone right now um this went on twitter on january 6 during the um (laughs) what are we calling it insurrection yes um so it's like a pastel pink background with some like organic lines kind of curving through multicolored and it says what to do <laughs> what to do during a coup d'etat <laughs> what to do during a coup d'etat <laughs> and then this one is a, a kind of a pastel green with like plants bordering it a little bit and uh how to know if your friends support domestic terrorism <laughs> It's so fucking funny. It's so, it's unbarely funny. This one, the United States is on the verge of a race war. Here's why, with an arrow to the next slide. Like, this is peak comedy. This is so insanely funny. Yes. Guillotine the president, dot, 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 and wear your mask with this little cartoon in the corner. It's too much. I just, I think... (sighs) January 6th was terrifying, but also I haven't laughed that hard in quite a while. It just goes back to everything I've said about social media and the way that we use it. It's simultaneously fake. It's too real. It's it's fake about how real it is. I can't wrap my brain around it. I'm like, just post your fucking picture of your... BBL <laughs> and your BBL and your tiny your pumpkin spice BBL infographic and move on. <laughs> I just I have a headache from being alive in this day and age. I was born in the wrong time period. I wish Take it was me the back to the Revolutionary War. War. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mommy Elizabeth. Yes, Mommy Elizabeth. Oh God, can you imagine if there were infographics around during the Revolutionary War? Should I make those? Yes. How to know if the British are coming. <laughs> so you dump tea in the harbor. What to do next? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Oh, God, that's funny. Uh, okay, well, this was fun. So you dumped tea in the harbor. What's next? God, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Let's end I'm, it on a high. I'm Bye. Make, I'm making that right now. Rate, subscribe, Patreon. Date me if you're hot. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is the credits. So obviously me and Clary produce it. Uh, Sometimes I edit. Sometimes she edits. We love splitting the work. Uh, I do the sound mixing, whatever that means. The music is by Anabolic Beats. And I would love to just take a little moment to thank our beautiful patrons, all right? So these are the patrons who have selected the Immortal tier. 
on Patreon, and you can do the same by going to patreon.com slash braincellgirls. So thank you to Jade Watson, Sasha Kosek, Hazel Herring, John Sims, O.P. Queef, a.k.a. Larissa, Megan Donovan, hello, Laura Zimmerman, also hello, Teresa Graham, hello, and uh, Piss Baby. It's Ryan. That's who Piss Baby is. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me everywhere at Nick Curl, and you can follow Clare on Instagram at The Grease Trap Queen or on Twitter at Clar Smitty. And uh, yeah, thank you, Illy. Illy. Shit, I'm and so living it.